Amen. Good to see everybody tonight. Good to be in the house of the Lord on a Thanksgiving week. And I tell you, this is something unusual. We haven't done that since I've been here yet. And the Lord just worked it out really good. The brother Justin was able to be here. And uh, we're going to have a singspiration. I tell you, and I, I thank everybody for sending in your request. And if you didn't, don't worry about it. You'll find one song in here you like, I promise you. And you just claim it, okay? If you didn't send one in, you just claim it and say, hey, that was mine. And if I forgot anybody, please forgive me. But I tried not to. And uh, forget anybody. It's good to have our visitors here. Good to have Mr. Bruce and Miss Sylvia from Gortown Baptist Church. And that's a church where Justin's been preaching some there. And we're so glad to have y'all tonight. Thank you for being here. God bless you. And then uh, Barb and Russell, thank you for having y'all. Right, it's Russell, right? I got that right. Amen. Good, good to have y'all as well. And that's uh, that's Kaylee's piano teacher. So there's no pressure on Kaylee tonight. She only has about twenty to twenty-five songs to play tonight, all by memory. So when you get up and you're just mumbling your song, that's not showing much respect. So make sure that you sing out, okay? Sing out tonight, because somebody's working hard, and all we have to do is open up our songbook and read the words. So just sing out to the Lord tonight. And I tell you, let's, let's just enjoy this time together. We'll never have another Tuesday night like this. With all these people here, we may, some of us may not be here next year. I'm praying the Lord come back right now. That'd be wonderful. But if he tarries... You know, let's enjoy this. Let's just enjoy serving the Lord. Let's enjoy singing unto him. Has he been good to you? I tell you, he's been good to me, and he's worthy that we just sing out. Like I told the folks at the rest home, I told them, I said, you know, we're going to sing some. And we sang four hymns back to back, and I was wore out. And, uh, and they were wore out. I said, but you know what? It's good exercise. I said, it fills your lungs up with air. And I tell you, don't everybody feel better? And they said, absolutely. It felt better that way. And, and I mean, I was huffing and puffing myself, but they, they did good. And, uh, but we are glad to be here tonight and good to have some other visitors as well. Brother, where are you from? And that's right, Anderson, South Carolina, back with us from Sunday. And, well, we had good service Sunday, didn't we? Wasn't that a blessing? Oh, God's so good, so good. And I uh, enjoyed that and want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving before I forget, okay? And I'm not, not going to text you happy Thanksgiving. That's not me, okay? I don't, I don't do that. But if you do it, I'll answer you, okay? I, I will answer you back. No hearts, please. Just thumbs up. That's all I need. And uh, so, but still, just happy Thanksgiving already to everybody. And I hope you have a good time with your family and, and all that and then brother Justin has taken up the hobby of woodworking and uh, he started making these plaques that have hymns on them like if you had your favorite hymn like we're about to sing and you would like for him to make a plaque for you and he can engrave things on there and they're, they're very cheap I tell you he, he, he does excellent work for not much money and uh, it's better getting it from Justin and some of the wood that he, he's gotten are off old barns and, I mean, things has been around for 80, 90 years, kind of like the hymns that's going to be on these plaques. And uh, he puts a lot of effort in that. So if you'd like to order one and uh, just, for, you know, just say what hymn you'd like on there. He's got a little thing that you can fill out out here. And I'm sure it'll be a, a blessing to you and whoever you want to give that to. And if you'd like to do that. But that's all the advertising I'm doing for Justin. All right, that's it. And, uh, but we're, we're glad that he's here. We're glad that he had the time to be with us. And uh, so I'm going to ask uh, Brother David Pyers, if you would, open us up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Gracious Father, Lord, thank you for this day, God. Thank you for all you do for us, Lord. 
thank you for letting us be here tonight and enjoy the singing and the preaching, Lord. Be with everybody here. Be with our uh, pastor, Lord. Be with Brother Justin as he brings that nugget to us. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Amen. I'd like to read something from the Baptist bread. I don't know if you, you read that today, but man, it was so encouraging. It says, cast the net on the right side. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Have you ever wondered why the Lord said to cast the net on the right side of the ship? I mean, why not on the left side? or on the bow, or on the stern? Why the right side? That's a good question, right? Why the right side? These boys know what they were doing. They were not no, uh, novice fishermen, and yet Jesus specifically said to cast the net on the right side. Well, I believe that that's what they were already doing. I, said, I never thought at it this way. But the writer here says, I believe it's what they were already doing, and verse 3 tells us that they had fished all night and caught nothing. Our Lord wasn't telling them to try something different to get results. That's so important. He was saying, just keep doing the same thing and you will see results. Isn't that encouraging? I mean, I don't even have to go through the rest of that. They know that it's not time to change anything. Amen. They didn't have to change anything they were doing. They just kept doing it, and then it says, I know that some churches don't use the King James Bible anymore, uh, some, but he said, you keep preaching it. You keep using it. I know that some of them have loud foot-stomping music over there, but you just keep singing the old hymns of the faith, and that's what we're going to do tonight, and we're going to sing about him. A lot of the songs are about him. Friends, our Lord does not want us to change, does not want us changing our standards and conviction. It's the old ship of Zion that, was, that still truly saves. Maybe we do go for a season and not see many results, but that's no reason to change. Just keep casting the net on the right side and keep on casting until God fills your boat with his blessings. And uh, Mr. Bruce and uh, Miss Sylvia, I thought about y'all today when I read that, and and how you're you're just you're just just trusting the Lord, and you're still just opening them doors every Sunday and every Tuesday night at your church there. And I thank God for you, and I tell you, you're a testimony of just keep doing things the right way and just keep trusting God. And I, t you know what's gonna happen one of these days? Them nets are gonna come in full. And uh, But I sure am glad y'all here tonight. And I tell you, let's not change anything. You know, people that come here, they, they looking for what we are right now. They're not looking for change. Matter of fact, they may be looking at us for us to do some things a little better. And that, there ain't nothing wrong with that. There, there's nothing wrong with doing things better. And, uh, you know, and, and when I pray for old preachers, and, and, uh, that, that, and I know that they're near the end of their ministry, and older missionaries that I pray for that are thinking about who's going to take their place, I don't pray for someone to come in and keep things the way they are. I pray they come and make things even better. Why not? There's nothing wrong with doing better. And uh, may the Lord help us to have that attitude. I want to be right with God now, and I want to do things better. And that's not a bad attitude to have. And uh, may the Lord help us in these days to just stand and just do what's right. And God will bless. 
Sunday, there was cars lined up all the way out to the stop sign almost out there. There was cars parked everywhere here. 128 people on a Sunday morning, and God was saving souls and saved souls in the afternoon. We had over 100 people here probably Sunday afternoon, including our bus ministry. Praise the Lord. And, I mean, God's good. It still works, okay? It just still works. And uh, let's just stay with the gospel. Amen. So I'm going to ask my dad. He's going to come and lead us in the first hymn. So what we're going to do tonight, we're going to sing four hymns, and then we're going to have a special, and then we're going to sing four more hymns and have another special, and then four more hymns after that, or three more hymns, and then, then we're going to have a time of prayer. And we're only going to do the first or the first and the last verse, but Justin will tell us what we're doing just for the sake of time, okay? And... Um, and we're going to call out the song that we're doing and, uh, and then say who asked for, who requested that song. And uh, so I, we make sure that you were here. There's some folks that sent me some text in, but they're not here, so I'm not singing their song. And uh, that's, just, that's just the way it is. You should have been here. And, uh, but, and like I said, if you didn't send one in, claim one. Just claim one of the songs for yourself tonight. And, uh, and we just thank the Lord for this opportunity to praise him tonight. So we're going to start off with my dad's favorite. And I've asked him to come and lead that for us. And he's going, we're going to sing the first verse of 165, Zion's Hill, 165. So we're all going to stand on this one, but then we're going to sit back down after this one, okay? We're just going to sit back down and uh, enjoy singing the hymns seated, and then we'll stand back up again later on. On all the first hymns, Justin, we'll stand back up on all the first ones there. All right, Dan. There waits for me a glad tomorrow Where gates of pearl swing open wide And when I pass this spell of sorrow I'll dwell upon the other side Someday beyond the reach of mortal kin Someday God only knows just where And when the wheels of mortal life Shall all stand still And I shall go to dwell on Zion's hill Amen. You may be seated. Page number 144. This one is Miss Powers and Miss Marisol's favorite. We're going to sing both verses of this one here. What a day that will be. Amen. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come, no more clouds. In the sky, no more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore on that happy golden shore. What a day, glorious day that will be! Save me by his grace when he 
journeyed through the promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. There'll be no Page number 361. We're going to sing the first and the last verse of I'll Fly Away. This one is Miss Honey and Miss Sylvia's favorite song. All right. Page 361, the first and the last. Some glad morning when this life is over. Page number 202, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. This one's Miss Kathy Rogers and Leon Dexter's favorite uh, song. Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. T'was blind, but now I see on the last 
when we've been there ten thousand years bright shining as the sun we've known less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Amen. Amen. Boy, I tell you, it's wonderful singing. And ain't that good to sing to the Lord? I tell you, it's so nice and so enjoying this. And we're going to have a special now. Michelle and Riley are going to come and sing, I Want My Life to Count for Jesus. Leave it. 
to add to worldly riches. I only see eternal Let's all stand, and we're going to take our hymn book, and we're going to go to page number 34, How Great Thou Art. This is Mr. David Powers' song, favorite song. We're going to sing the third and fourth verse of this song. And when I think that God hears son not spare, Sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my be seated. Let's go a few pages back. Page number 28. Great is thy faithfulness. This is Miss Linda Gordon's favorite song. We'll do the first verse of this one. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. 
faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I sing. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Page number 523, Victory in Jesus. This is Mr. Mike Sims' favorite song. We'll just sing the first verse. I heard an old, old story Savior came from glory, how he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Page number 392, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Miss Ann Turner, this is her favorite song. We'll just sing the first verse of this one. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a friend. To carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that, for that truth. And uh, Miss Beth's going to come and she's going to sing, I'd rather have Jesus. So which one of you was that your favorite? Yours. That's, that's Wynn's favorite. And you sent a text with both of you's name. I didn't know which one was which, but it's good to know. Brother Wynn likes, I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus than a silver or gold. I'd rather be here. 
Jesus than anything this world affords today. He's fairer than lilies of rarest bloom. He's sweeter than honey from out the comb. He's all that my hungering spirit needs. I'd rather have Jesus and Had it not been for the mercy and grace of God, none of us would be here tonight. You could be sitting at home with no desire whatsoever to even go to church. But aren't you glad that you're here? All because of what Jesus did for us and what he did in us. And aren't you glad that he's with us? Tonight, And I trust that he's lifted up tonight. And I tell you, he said if we'd lift him up, he'd draw all men unto himself. And may the Lord help us there to give him all the glory tonight. Isn't God good? Amen. Amen. we got so much to be thankful for tonight. All right, Brother Justin, come lead us some more songs. Let's all stand and let's go to page number 278. This is the Haven of Rest. This is Pastor Gordon's favorite song. We're going to sing the first and the last. My soul in sad exile was out on life's sea, so burdened with sin and distress, till I heard a sweet voice saying, make me your choice, and I entered the haven of rest. I've anchored my soul is no more the tempest may sweep or the wild stormy deep in Jesus I'm safe evermore oh come to the Savior he patiently waits to save by his power divine Tempest 
may sweep o'er the wild stormy deep. In Jesus I'm saying evermore. Page number 334, the first and the third verse of this one. It's at Calvary. This is Miss Judy's favorite song. And so we'll sing the first and the third verse. Oh, have a seat. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died. multiplied to me there my burden soul found liberty at Calvary now I give to Jesus everything now I gladly owe him as my king now my raptured soul can only sing of Calvary great and grace was free pardon there was multiplied to me there my burden soul found liberty at Calvary page number 395 just pray we'll sing the first and the last verse of this one this is Mr. Jimmy Williams favorite song I was discouraged when no answer came For I prayed for years and I still saw no change I was ready to give up thinking what could I do But when I prayed the last time God's power broke through Prayer is just as big as God his prayer is just as strong as God is strong. Prayer can reach as far as God can reach. Don't ever give up. Just pray, just pray. Don't ever give up. Just pray. We have been given a means to the throne of the God whose potential is yet to be known. There is no limit as to what God can do. So just keep on praying. He's listening to you. Prayer is just as big as God is. Prayer is just as strong as God is strong. As far as God can reach, don't ever give up. Just pray, just pray, don't ever give up. Just pray, amen. Don't ever give up, just pray. And I'm telling you, thank the Lord for all that He does through us through, through prayer. 
And uh, let's see, where's the second part of this? Uh, here it is. Time of prayer now. We're going to just take a few minutes and pray. And why don't you just take the time to thank him tonight? We, we, we could take requests. We all have burdens. I, I trust you already cast that on him before you walked in the doors. And, uh, and ask God to help you. But why, why don't we just take the time to just thank him tonight? And uh, we're, we're going to pray, and she's going to play silently for just a few seconds, and then I'll come back and close this. But why don't you just take this time to tell him thank you. Thank you, if nothing else, for hearing your prayer. Just for hearing your prayer. And uh, I tell you, he's worthy that we thank him tonight. That we be a thankful people and... And I'm glad, I'm thankful Steve's here. And Steve took a pretty bad fall last week, wasn't able to be with us Sunday, and, and, but he's here tonight. And uh, I'm thankful for that, I really am. And, and God is merciful, and God helps us. And I, I'm glad we can trust him tonight. And like I said, we all have burdens, we all have things that, that we deal with. And, but I tell you what, we sure can be a thankful people through it all. And so let's just take a few minutes and just individually there, just, just pray silently where you're at. If you'd like to come to altar, you can, but we're not going to be long. And, but just, if you would, just right there pray and, and just thank the Lord for some things. Let's do that. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we love you tonight, and we thank you for your great love that makes our love possible for you. And Lord, I'm so thankful for your love that's been shed abroad in our hearts, Lord, and that we can share that love with others and point others to you and tell others all that you've done for us and how good and merciful and gracious you are and that you're willing to save anybody. Whosoever, Lord, will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And Lord, I'm thankful for the day I got saved. Lord, I'm, I'm thankful for that you were patient with me. And, and Lord, you just kept working on me, Lord. And I'm just thankful for the day that I called out to you as a five-year-old boy. 
and put my faith and trust in you. Lord, I'm thankful for that. Lord, I, I'm thankful for all the sins that you kept me from. Lord, I, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed since then, but Lord, I, I'm thankful for the ones you kept me from. And, and Lord, I'm thankful for forgiveness tonight. I, I'm thankful for mercy and grace and love and compassion. And Lord, I'm thankful for this church. I, I'm thankful for your, your people, Lord, your, your children, Lord, and for allowing me to be part of this great family right here. And, and Lord, I'm just so thankful for all that you're doing, Lord, in our midst, for this great service we're having tonight, Lord, in your honor. Lord, we're singing unto you, Lord. We're, we're praising you for all that you've done for us. And, Lord, we'll be careful to praise you even more. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Justin. Oh, it's the men's group. All right, men, if you'll come up. You are up.
Amen. Let's all stand and let's take our hymn books and go to page number 292. We'll sing, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. We'll just sing the first verse of this. This is Greg's favorite song. Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Oh, soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. You can be seated, page number 378. This is Miss Tammy's favorite song, It Is Well with my soul we're going to sing the third verse and the fourth verse of this song the third and the fourth my sin all oh, the bliss of this glorious thought my sin not in part but the whole is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more praise the Lord praise the Lord oh my soul it is well with my soul it The clouds we roll back as a scroll. The trump shall resound and the Lord shall descend. Even so, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul page number 396 I must tell Jesus this is brother Michael DeHaven's favorite song we'll just sing the first verse I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, 
mercy kindly will help me. He ever loves and cares for his own. I must help Jesus. I must help Jesus. I cannot bear my burdens alone. I must help Jesus. I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus alone. Page number 25, how firm a foundation. Now this is Miss Randy's favorite song, correct? Did I have that right? Okay. We'll sing the first and the last, all right? How firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. What more can he say than to you he has said to you? For refuge to Jesus hath fled When through fiery trials Thy pathway shall lie My grace all sufficient Shall be thy supply The flame shall hurt thee I only design thy dross to consume and thy gold to refine Amen Thank you for singing I like the, the variations there I like guitar, piano, acapella Acapella is my favorite I'll just let you know that I, I like to hear the parts, the harmony That's why you need hymn books that's why we don't go to screens. Because if you go to screens, all you see is the words. You can't see the notes. And the notes are so important. If you want to learn how to sing a song, you need to know where to hold it. You need to know when to come in, when you got to go faster and things like that. It just helps. And I tell you, that's why we teach our children, on, on the older children, on ride our buses on Sunday afternoon. They come in here and we say, hey, open your hymn book. And I want to learn how to use a hymn book. It was so touching. A few weeks ago, two little girls sat on the front, just huddled together, just singing out that hymn book. I said, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. They could have been anywhere. But yet they were there with a hymn book, singing unto the Lord. What a blessing. Don't take that for granted. Don't take it for granted. There's Amen. people that don't have that. And people trying to get rid of it. Don't get, man, my goodness. Don't change. We, there's no need for change except to make things better. That's it. We don't want to look like the world. We don't want to act like the world. Don't want to sound like the world. I want to be, we're peculiar people. We ought to be different. And we ought to be, people ought to know who we're singing to. We're singing to the Lord. And uh, the Lord's worthy of our song, that's for sure. And 
And uh, let's see, bus visitation is going to be a Saturday at 10 a.m. And uh, we have all the gift cards that we need now, the candy that we need. Thank you, everybody, for participating in that and bringing in these gift cards for our bus children and the, and the candy. And we look forward to blessing them on December the 17th. And don't forget about our Christmas revival. We have flyers right here. Please pass them out. Take some. Invite people to come. That's uh, December the 4th, 5th, and 6th with the Harris Brothers. And God is using them young men all over this country to, to sing in jubilees and, and revivals and special meetings. And, and they're busy serving at their local church. And I, I'm telling you, and they'll, they'll be preaching and singing. It's going to be a good time. And invite some folks. Pray. And, and let's all be here. And let, let's, let's, let's just give honor to the Lord and let God do a work in our hearts. And then we're going to be going Christmas caroling on December the 15th. And I'm excited about that. Justin's girlfriend went and bought him a special suit to wear that night. And I'm going to endure it. But for the Lord, I'm doing it for the Lord. I, I will allow that on that Friday night. That's a Friday night, and, and he won't be in the church. He's going to be outside, and that's fine. Well, you'll be able to see him really well. That's all I got to say. And you don't want to miss that. For, for that alone. You do not want to miss caroling on December the 15th. And uh, we're going to, I tell you, Justin, he, he's a trooper. He's going to be our mascot that night. And uh, we just look forward to just telling people about the Lord. And uh, so we, we, I, I'm glad Justin's doing that. That's good. And then December the 17th, that's where we're going to give out all the Christmas presents to the bus children. But it's also when we give out our Christmas bags to our church folks. And everybody that comes that day is going to get an old-fashioned uh, brown bag with, with an apple, an orange, some candy, and some things like that. And also we have a special gift for each family. Each family is going to receive a very special gift uh, from the church. And we look forward to giving that out also on December the 17th. So you do not want to miss that. And uh, let's see, I think that's all we'll, we'll, we'll give right now for announcements. But uh, Justin, come back and listen. Let's all stand and go to page number 356, Because He Lives. This is Miss Linda Gordon's favorite song. Yeah. 356, Because He Lives. God sent His Son. They You can be seated. We're going to go to page number 246. There is a fountain filled with blood. This is Michelle's favorite song. Let's sing this one together. There is a fountain filled with blood. Page number 246. There is a fountain filled 
with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stains, lose all their guilty stains, lose all their guilty stains, and sinners plunge beneath that flood, lose all their guilty stains. Page number 85, nothing between my soul and the Savior. We're going to sing the first and last verse. This is Kaylee's favorite song. And so we'll sing the first and last verse of Nothing Between. Nothing between my soul and the Savior, not of this world's elusive dream. I have renounced all sinful pleasure. Jesus is mine, there's nothing between, nothing between my soul and the Savior, so that His blessed face may be seen, nothing preventing the least of His favor. Nothing between, nothing between ere many hard trials. Though the whole world against me convene, watching with prayer and much self-denial, I'll triumph at last with nothing between. Nothing between my soul and the Savior, so that His blessed face may be seen. Nothing preventing the least of His favor. Keep the way clear, there's nothing between. Page number 303, Angels We Have Heard On High. This is Lakin's favorite song. We'll sing the first and the third verse of this one. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plain. Chelsea's day, oh, glory. 
in excelsis Deo. Come to Bethlehem and see him, his birth, the angels sing. Come adore on bended knee. going to conclude our singing for tonight and, and justin you still got a little voice left man you're doing good aren't you glad justin was able to be with us tonight and i tell you he made this service special i'm telling you and he's his abilities he's using them for the lord watch this young man grow up and i knew him when he was lost when he's just uh running around church like any other kid that didn't know the lord but i'm glad for the day god saved him and when god saved him he made a choice to live for god Justin wasn't out running around and playing church. It weren't no fun with Justin. He just wanted to serve the Lord from a young age. That's what he wanted to do, to serve the Lord. I tell you, that ought to be all of our heart's desire. Why do you come to church? Do you come to church to serve the Lord, to make yourself available to the Lord? And Justin did that at a young age. His mama wouldn't take him to the ball fields. And, and you know Justin's story. He was abused when he was a young man, just a baby, in the crib and, and caused some, some, some growth uh, uh, malformation there in his legs and things like that. But, you know, the life that he has, he gives it to the Lord. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, I'm thankful for Justin. I'm proud of him and, and what he's done. But his mama didn't take him to the ball field, didn't take him all these other places, but she took him anywhere he wanted to serve the Lord. His mama was faithful, faithful to get him wherever it was so that he could serve the Lord. He followed me in the nursing homes. We worked the bus ministry together and just served the Lord together. And when God called me to be a missionary and we went to Canada, Justin stepped right in, took over the, 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 the nursing home ministry and things like that as a teenager. As a teenager, just wanting to serve the Lord. And may the Lord help us not to waste our time. Don't waste God's time. Don't come to church and waste his time. He's wanting to do a work in your life. We need to be available to him. And, and God has used Justin now. He's been a blessing, right, Mr. Bruce, Miss Sylvia? Justin's been a big blessing. And uh, he's been a blessing to this church as well. And so you make sure you give him your ears and let God speak to your heart, okay? Amen. He asked me earlier what my favorite hymn was. And I, I didn't want to tell him this, but it was Row, Row, Row Your Boat Gently Down the Stream. And uh, I knew we weren't going to be able to sing that one here at church. And so <laughs> he, 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 wanted a, he wanted a hymn. And so I was like, well, I guess I, I got a lot of favorite hymns. How many of y'all are like that? You got a lot of favorite hymns. I got a lot of favorites. If I had to, if I had to narrow it down, I'd probably say It Is Well With My Soul is probably one of my favorites, uh, one of my all-time favorites, only because of the story behind it and why that story was written. You know, a lot of these, a lot of these uh, you can start turning to Luke chapter number 6, but a lot of these songs that are being written nowadays, they don't have any background to them. They don't have no substance to them. Somebody probably just sees it on a billboard somewhere and says, oh, that rhymes, let's just put some music to it. And uh, but I, I'm glad that we got some songs that actually honor and glorify our Savior, right, yeah. and uh, songs that exalt Him. 
And I'm thankful for that tonight. I'm going to give you a thought tonight that I believe that will help us and encourage us. But I, I hope it will help you to be more thankful. The Bible tells us over in 2 Timothy chapter number 3, and I'll allude to this here in a little bit as well, but I do want to read this verse. You can stay there in Luke chapter number 6. The Bible says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. How many of y'all believe we're living in that day? I believe we're living in the last day. We're a day closer. We're a minute closer to the rapture of the church. We're a minute closer. We were a minute closer the day that we were born. And uh, every minute, every day. But I want you to notice verse number 2. It says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. And watch this. This next word is very key. Unthankful. Unholy. Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Think about that. Think about that. I want you to draw your attention there and, and just think about this, that word unthankful. Unthankful. With that in mind, I want you to look at Luke chapter number 6. And let's look at verse number 31. The Bible says, and as you would, that men should do to you. Do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what think have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what think have ye? For sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what think have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the what? Unthankful. And to the evil. Be therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. I want to preach a message tonight just for a few moments. Give you a few thoughts on this. Thank you for nothing. Thank you for nothing. Let's pray. Father, we sure do love you. Lord, I pray God you help us these next few moments, Lord. As we dwell, Lord, on thankfulness, Lord, and how our hearts ought to be thankful, Lord. We've sung the songs of Zion, Lord. We've sung those songs that lift you up. But, Lord, it's time, Lord, to hear from you. And I pray, God, that you'll work in our hearts and work in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Have you ever, have you ever um, done something and all of a sudden you walk by or somebody walks by and just says, Thank you for nothing. Anybody ever said that or had that said to you? Why was that? Because you didn't do anything. You, you sat by and you didn't do what you were supposed to do. You, you uh, knew what was right and you knew what was good and you knew that, uh, that those things were supposed to happen. And you know that you were supposed to do certain things or you might have were supposed to do this, that, and the other and you didn't do it. And all of a sudden now, somebody's coming up to you and says, Thank you for nothing. 
I think sometimes in this day and hour, and I'm just being honest tonight, there's a lot of young people that are growing up and they believe that they're owed everything. They believe that they are, uh, they, they just got, everything's got to be handed to them. Everything's got to be just handed down to them. Listen, I'm not, I don't have a problem with somebody handing down a generation or handing, th- uh, handing down things to people. But I'm telling you, a lot of times the reason why we're unthankful is we think that we're owed something. And in this day and hour, in our day and hour in which we live, I believe the church of the living God has cultivated a mindset of that. I believe the church of the living God comes and says, well, we just come expecting God to give us something from His Word. And, and it's because God has to. By the way, can I tell you something? Every time, he comes to, every time you come to the house of God does not mean that He has to show up. I would love for it to be that God would show up every service. But you know, there's a lot of times that God doesn't show up in a service. And I wonder why. Because we feel like, oh, well, God's got to show up. God has to. God ain't got to do nothing. He's the God of all the earth. Think about it. And I think about this tonight and with this passage, he said, if you do the think about this in verse 32, for if you love them which love you, what thank have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. If you only do, if you only love somebody that loves you back, what reward have you? Well, what good is it? What what is somebody going to say thank you for that? Is somebody going to say thank you for doing this? Why? Because they're expecting it. Mama, the other day we were coming in with the groceries and and Marvin was sitting there in the chair just laid back there eating, doing something on his uh, reading a book or something I'll never forget it Not, we were coming in the house and I had groceries in my hand and mama had groceries in her hand Marvin's sitting over there in the chair and all of a sudden we walked over and, and mama said I had a hard time getting the door open both of us had groceries in our hand and that was mama's way of saying I wish you would have got up and opened the door for us how many of y'all men understand what I'm talking about when, when women talk that way? Raise your hand. Let's be honest. And so you think about it. I, I wish you would have just opened the door. I mean, I had the hardest time to get the door open. You know what? My mama couldn't thank Marvin for opening that door. You say, why? Because he didn't do it. I wonder how many times, I wonder how many times God looks at us and says, I just want, I, I wish I could thank you for reading your Bible just because you wanted to read it. I wish I could just thank you for being kind to that homeless person that sitting on the side of the road that's sitting there and has a, has a sign that says, uh, needing food. Can I, just, can I be real with y'all tonight? Not every homeless person is out to get money. Some of them actually want a meal. Amen, I'm just being honest. But what good is it to walk by? I mean, what's God going to do? He's going to say, well, I wish I could have thanked you for giving that meal to that man. I wish I could have. I wish I could have done that. Can I ask you a question? Does God look at us a lot of times and say thank you for nothing? Does He look at you sometimes? Does He look at me? Oftentimes I look at my life sometimes and I think the Lord has to say that many times to me. Thank you for not doing that. And it ain't in a good way, by the way. 
I, I just wonder, I thought about this passage. I don't know why the Lord was directing me to this passage for tonight. But, but so many times, so many times we see a need or so many times we see something happen or so many times we uh, uh, just reach out and we think, okay, well, you know what? I don't need to do that. It's all right. Somebody else would do it. And God says, thank you for nothing. What thank have you? What thank have you? Go to Matthew chapter number 5. Go to Matthew chapter number 5. During the latter part of the chapter, it's amazing that this is actually the, uh, this is actually the Sermon on the Mount. This was a time where he had the multitudes gather around him and, and he opened his mouth, the Bible said in verse number 2, and taught them, saying, and we know all the blessed, blessed, and all those things. And, and he tells them about being the light of the world and he tells them about letting their light shine. But down in verse number uh, 27, all the way down to the end of the chapter, it's amazing that you uh, that he says, uh, ye have heard that it, hath, and that it was said. Or ye have heard this or you have heard uh, that it ha was said by them of old time and then he says but I say unto you and a lot of times we hear a lot of things and a lot of things that we do are all hearsay wouldn't y'all agree a lot of times the things that we do are hearsay and notice what he says here in verse number Verse number, uh, verse number 38. You have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say unto you, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if any man will sue thee at the law, and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. And whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that would borrow of thee, turn not thou away. Ye have heard that it hath, that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. Notice verse 46. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Now if you line up Matthew chapter number 5 to Luke chapter number 6, and you put that word, think, and you replace it with a reward, The way God thanks us sometimes is by our rewards that we, let, that we lay up in heaven. I wonder, could it be that day that we get up there and we don't have any rewards to lay at His feet? And I wonder if our words would be from Christ. Thank you for nothing. 
Thank you for not thank you for not laying down any thank you for not being willing to do this. Thank you for not willing to do this. Thank you for not doing this, that, and the other. Here's your thanks. There's nothing. I wonder how thankful we'd be. I wonder how I wonder how thankful Christ would be, if you will, for our life. See, a lot of times we always think about during Thanksgiving, I think it's amazing how we, how we focus, and I believe Scott Polly said this on Sunday, that we're more concerned over the gift. We're more thankful for the gift than we are the giver. We're more thankful for everything that we get or for whatever thing that we have, but yet are we more thankful to the giver for giving us those things? Can I just say something? You're not going to stand before the gift one day. You're going to stand before the giver one day. You're not going to stand before him. The Bible asks a question, what thank have ye? What thank have ye? What reward have ye? What kind of reward do you have? Think about this. We often see it as a requirement to do something for somebody. Ain't it amazing that if somebody gives you a gift, you automatically go out and try to go get them a gift? How many of y'all know that's the truth? Why? Because you feel obligated. You feel required. But ain't that amazing how Jesus died over 2,000 years ago? And we don't even, we don't even live for him? What think have ye? We say things only because someone else says it to us. What think have ye? What reward have ye? A lot of times we stand up and we sing the songs of Zion. And we'll sing a great song. Let's say we sing Living by Faith. And we sing that song and it's just words coming off our lips. They ain't words coming off our heart only because somebody told us. What think have ye? What thank have ye? Thank you for nothing for not singing the songs like you ought to. Thank you for nothing for not praying like you ought to pray. Thank you for nothing because you didn't help this person. Thank you for nothing because you did this, that, and the other. We must consider the reason why we do things. What thank have ye? What thank have ye? God wants us to go over and above what He has asked us to do. Think about this. A lot of us think that God owes us something and we are not thankful for what we have. Ain't that amazing? This is powerful in my own life. How many times has God blessed me, blessed me, blessed me, blessed me, blessed me? And all of a sudden I'm sitting there going, Lord, can you not do this? Lord, can, can, you not, can you not do this? And the Lord says, what thank have ye? Can you not thank me for what I've done? Can you not thank me for this, that, and the other? Think about this. If you had noticed, like I said in the passage, he said in the list that they'd be unthankful. Unthankful. I believe we're living in that day. I believe, I, I believe 100% in 2023 we're living in a day where people are unthankful. You can do the greatest things for people and people will still be unthankful. You can do the greatest things and all of a sudden people will forget the good things that you do and they'll remember the bad things you do. 
We heard that from the message on Sunday. I wonder, could it be? Because we think it is owed to us that God has to do certain things. Could it be that's why we don't do it with a heart that we ought to? The only thing, the only thing that you're, the only thing that, that we ought to have and we deserve to have is hell. Amen. The only thing you deserve and the only thing I deserve is hell tonight. I'm glad we're not getting that. Aren't you glad for that? What think have ye? Tonight, I, I, I just, I want to encourage you. It's a simple thought. What think have ye? What reward have you? Next time you see somebody that needs help, maybe you'll think about it. What think have you? Because we're going we're gonna to lay up crowns and we're going to lay up things at Christ's feet and we're going to be able to cast those things. Our life is either going to be gold, silver, or precious stones or wood, hay, and stubble. Our life is going to be the gold, silver, and precious stones and we're going to be able to take those gold, silver, and precious stones and they're going to stand the test of time but those wood, hay, and stubble are going to be burned up. Those things Christ is going to look at us and say, what thank have you? Thank you for Nothing. Thank you for nothing. Church, I want to ask you, how many thank you for nothings do you have in your life tonight? How, how, many, how many times have you overlooked something that God's told you to do? I preached over at Gortown just this, this last week about how, about how Christ said that we ought not to just do what we're asked to do. He said, we are unprofitable servants because we have done that which was our duty to do. That means if you only, if God spoke to you and told you to tell that person in Walmart about Christ, and you told them and you said, well, I did my job, what about the 30, 40 people that are all around you that's dying and going to hell? Amen. If you only make, if you only make the, if you only do 40 hours a week and you do that every week and you bring the same amount home, you're not profiting anything if you bring the same amount home every week. You say, yeah, I am. I'm getting, I'm getting my bills paid. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about over and above. Think about it. You're not being profitable. That overtime. How many of y'all like overtime? Raise your hand. Only one person likes overtime. Okay. How many of you would say you're living in overtime right now? You ain't got to do nothing. Raise your hand. But you know what? What if we only did what was required of us in the Bible? What thank, have, what thank would we have? What thank have you? Thank you for nothing. Thank you for nothing. I wonder, could God look at your life and look at my life and just say, thank you for nothing? Thank you for walking by that person and not speaking to them and telling them about Christ. Thank you for not sharing a word of encouragement to this person. Thank you for not shaking that person's hand that was going through a hard, dark time in their life. Thank you for not answering that phone call when somebody was on the other line needing to hear your voice because it could have saved them from a tragedy. It could have saved them from a heartache. It could have saved them from a trouble. But you know what? You didn't do it, so just thank you for nothing. Thank you for nothing. During this Thanksgiving season, I think, I think we ought to consider what we do.
Amen. We ought to consider what we do. Because one day we're going to stand before God. And I wonder what's going to be in our hand. The songwriter said this, Must I go empty-handed? Must I greet my Savior so? There's another song that says, You never mentioned Him to me. Think about that. Your co-workers need Christ. What are they going to say when they stand before God and they hear, Depart from me, I never knew you. They're going to look at you and say, Thank you for nothing. What about that person that you needed to pray for, that you didn't pray for? Thank you for nothing. What reward have you, preacher? She's going to start playing softly. All heads are bowed, all eyes are closed. And if God spoke to your heart, these altars are open.